Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. Y'all, I'm tired. I'm like real tired. We are closing in on the start of year number three of a pandemic. And so I thought maybe it was time to talk about pandemic fatigue. Now, if you're like, I'm done talking, Michelle, I'm over it. I ask that you hang on. I'm over it too, friends. Hang on. Listen to what I've got to say. And hopefully you'll hear some new tips. And if they're not new, hopefully you'll hear something new in your current state of mind that will help you have just a little bit more energy, optimism, hope for the future as we continue to navigate a pandemic. Recently, I posted on my Facebook wall just the simple words, I'm tired, period. That is all, period. With a couple hashtags, right? COVID sucks, um, hall opening during a pandemic, and here we effing go again. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of folks are in that same mindset. So many things happening educators um, are one of many people who are confused and frustrated and tired and continuing to be asked to do all the things with not all the humans or all the resources. And so I certainly fit in with that sort of mindset or thought. And as I start thinking about you know, usually the new year, I'm, I'm pretty excited, right? I get a reset button. One of the things I love about my job is I kind of hit reset in January because it's a new calendar year. And then I also hit reset in May, June, July, August. That I know that's a t- large time frame, but essentially preparing for a new semester. So I kind of get two resets on every year, which it's kind of fun and unique and just my mindset to it. And so as we are in the new calendar year, my birthday's coming up. And if you know me personally, you know I kind of like my birthday. And I remember vividly in 2020, my birthday was the day after the world started shutting down. So March 13th is when the world started shutting down. And I was so excited because I had someone lined up to watch the girls. My husband and I were going to go out for just a two of us dinner, which if you have small children, you know how rare that can be. And I was super pumped. And then the girls got sick on that Friday and the world was shutting down and we are closing down campuses and and all the things were happening. So while I know a lot of people will always remember March 13th, I remember it from a little bit of a different lens because of its personal impact on my birthday and and those sorts of things. So I'm starting to think about like, oh, a third birthday in a pandemic. And there might be others of you thinking of that. Or you might be thinking as as this new variant is surging, here we go again, right? New masks, new mask mandates, or not mask mandates. What's the right mask to wear? 
what should you do what shouldn't you do should you go to the grocery store or should you do curbside should you go out to eat or should you do takeout all the questions coming back again and it's exhausting right it's exhausting i'm tired my decision fatigue is probably right up there with my pandemic fatigue in terms of just how much um how much exhaustion decision making is so i wanted to spend just a little bit of time thinking through and and sharing with you all and hopefully you're sticking around for this one Uh, i know that sometimes it's really hard to talk about this stuff because we just keep talking about it but i wanted to make it real or as real as a podcast is, right? If you don't know me personally, you're probably like, yeah, there's this person who hits the airwaves every Monday and she's talking about the pandemic. So probably not going to tune in for that one. Hang in there with me. Signs that you're struggling might be irritation or anger. I'm a pretty patient person, which if you would have heard me seven years ago, not the case parenthood has made me a pretty patient human being and so when i find myself getting really irritated or even downright angry i know that i'm at a point where i need a break and it's for things that are weird things like i am mad that the girls are interrupting me on the phone or i'm frustrated that the dishes are still on the sink or you know, silly things that get me like really, really angry. That's when I personally know it's time. When I feel personally, when I'm feeling uncertain or nervous, anxious, I'm lacking that motivation. I don't want to get out of bed. Now it's January in Ohio. It's really cold or it's really cold right now. And so getting out from underneath the blankets is a whole different story. But lacking motivation, being nervous or anxious uh, about things, the unknown being some of them as someone who likes to be in control, likes to have a plan and not just in my cute happy planners, but really likes to, you know, make sure that there's a plan and and that folks are going to be taken care of. Being nervous, anxious, and uncertain is something that pops up a lot more during this pandemic. You know, being tired, overwhelmed, burned out. I think all of those things, I, you know, as I was writing this list down, I was taking a look at a couple different articles that I found. Um, NPR was a good source for me as I was looking up some of this stuff. The CDC also was a good source for me for this topic. I don't know. They've been wishy-washy lately. But, you know, I, for me, it's about being all of these things and as women we're fixers we want to fix things uh and of course that's a gross generalization okay and i know that and and hopefully you all know that that's a gross generalization but as women we want to fix things we're the doers we want to make people happy right wrong or indifferent that is in our dna and so in a worldwide pandemic we don't have an opportunity to do those things that we normally want to be able to do to help make people more comfortable or happier or less stressed or whatever it is that we're trying to help 
fix for those around us or for ourselves. And so I wanted to offer a few tips on this. Um, But first, before I offer those tips, I just want to say, y'all, it's okay to not be okay. Sit in it for a second. Be okay with being uncomfortable. You know, be okay with being in your feelings. Be okay with sitting in a dark room. Give yourself a time frame. Give yourself a limit. Be okay with tears in the shower. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. This time sucks right now. But if you're in that space, if you feel like all the emotions are bubbling over where you're starting to feel them at times that they shouldn't really pop up, then make sure you're communicating at home and or work. The other day uh, was like day two or three in a row of just me being frustrated. And I was like, well, there's my sign. You know, I like I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. I'm getting irritated at things. And I happened, excuse me, to be on a call with the folks that I supervise. And I said, y'all, <laughs> today, I wish you could have seen my face. Today, I have my time off from work page pulled up on my computer. And every time I get frustrated, or every time I would cuss, sorry, mom, or every time I would whatever, I'm taking a day off work. And let me tell you how many days of work I took off. It wasn't as many as, you know, it could have been. There were some that I had to plan anyways. But I took some days off because for me, having a future day off gives me something to look forward to, helps my mind uh, be at ease. I know there's a break coming. And again, it's the planning part of my anxiety uh, for being able to fix this one thing. So, you know, communicate at work and at home. Let folks know when, like, yeah, today's not my day. Today is not my day. I told my supervisor there was something that I could have very easily handled uh, several months ago. And um, I said, I can do it. I got it. And then one more thing happened. And it was a small thing, but one more thing happened. And I said, I've changed my mind. Today's not the day for me to address this parent please take care of it. Cause he had offered and he said, no problem, you know, because I had, we'd already been talking about it. So, uh, find dedicated time for yourself. Find your joy. What is your joy? And if you need to go make a joy list, go make a joy list. What brings you joy? For me, some days joy is sitting my butt in my favorite chair or the couch and binge watching whatever I want on a streaming service. Some days, it's spending some time reading. Most days, whether I care to be excited about it or not, moving my body gives me joy in ways that I don't realize until I'm done. So find your joy. Dedicate some time for yourself. And maybe that's in the shower. You know, maybe that's a long, hot shower where you wash your hair and you do the shaving and you all the things, right? Things that have to get done in the shower, but you do it a little bit slower and you find the time for yourself. Lean into your support. Who are those humans around you that are offering you support personally and professionally? 
I'm very fortunate to have some colleagues on a continuing group me that we use and we are one another's support. And I texted that group me the other day and I said, y'all, I am March tired in January. And for higher ed professionals, folks might understand what that means. And, you know, having those folks where I don't have to explain myself what March tired in January means, that's really helpful and important and um, a good tool to use as well. Take breaks from COVID news. If you find yourself in the spiral of CNN or Fox News or your local channel or um, constantly on the CDC website or apps on your phone that are giving you updates, take a break. Take a break. Take a one day break. Take a half a day break. Take a whole week break. Whatever that is, take a break from any kind of COVID news or as much COVID news as you can just to give yourself some mental um, time out from what's going on. And then learn or figure out what you have control of and do those things. And I mean that both from a medical standpoint, what do you have control of? Maybe it's taking the vaccine, getting the vaccine, getting boosted. Maybe medically you're not able to do that. Maybe you have reasons why you can't get those. Wearing a mask, again, that's what the professionals say we should do. Maybe you have a reason that you are not able to do that. What is in your control to give yourself peace of mind and make sure that you are feeling well for what's in your control. Maybe that's staying in. Maybe that's doing DoorDash or another delivery service for your groceries. Maybe that's not going out to eat. Maybe that's just going for a car ride to get out of your house. Whatever those things are that are in your control, find out what those things are and do them. And that includes things that you enjoy doing. Maybe you're a crafter. Maybe you're a reader. Maybe you are a writer, a singer, songwriter. Maybe you like to play video games or you like to have video um, game nights with friends. Whatever those are, find those things out and figure out what you have control of and do those things. And if you're struggling to a point where you can't bring yourself out of it, please, please, please make sure that you're seeking professional help. The CDC website has some great tools, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, of course, your local agencies. Please make sure that if you are unable to, to get yourself out of a place on your own, that you are seeking out professional help. So friends, you know, it is, it is tough, it is tough to exist during a pandemic. And so first of all, I want to say thank you for being here, for being around, and for continuing to show up, even if it's not at what you believe to be your best self every day. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job of just being you, being present, and being here during a global pandemic. So this week's affirmations, I'm done apologizing for taking care of myself. I'm done apologizing for spending energy on what I can control. 
I'm done apologizing for making decisions that are important for myself, my family, and my loved ones. Friends, go have an awesome week. Be healthy. Be safe. And remember to like, follow, and share this podcast if you love it or if you only just like it. Share it on your social media platforms. That would be great. Give us some thumbs up. And remember that you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this. And I'm here for you. And hey, friends, if you've stuck around this far, please know my workshop's taken a reboot. We are going to reboot the goals workshop. The very first one is free, F-R-E-E, all the capital letters. Check me out on um, Instagram in my link in my profile. I will also provide a link in the show notes. The first workshop on goal setting. So if you have something that you just want to take off and you're not sure how to even start or get there, this is what this workshop is. It's here for you to help put some plans in place and to jumpstart your goal that you want to accomplish in 2020. So the first one is Thursday, February 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope you'll consider joining me and others for this goal workshop. Have a great day. Have a great week. And remember, you're amazing.